This episode is brought to you by Eufy Video Lock. Eufy is a smart lock with 2K cam and doorbell that's a three-in-one triple security, so you can have everything in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but it's also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips screwdriver. It's got keyless entry, so no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. It also has a rechargeable battery that could last around four months, and you'll get low battery notifications before it runs out. Passcode unlocking with a remote control with 2K clear sight to see who's at your front door and control from anywhere through the app. And with enhanced night vision, you can have optimized view even in the evening. No monthly fee, unlike other brands that will charge monthly fee. You have your recordings locally and never have to pay for storage. This is the future. This is everything I love about what's happening with doors. In my opinion, this is an absolute no-brainer. I'm telling you right now, this is an absolute no-brainer. We installed them in the house, and it makes, especially when you have a family, it makes life so easy, so secure, so safe, and once again, so easy. Search Eufy Video Lock, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Trip Flip every Sunday nights on Travel Channel at 8 p.m. 7 Central. I am on tour. Omaha this week, April 19th through 21st. Cincy, Portland, as always, go to birdbirdbird.com. Is the Birdcast. Yep, we're both recording. Love it. Why don't you do an intro? I'm doing the intro? Yeah, do an intro. From from your man cave? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like... Okay, which part of this couch have you masturbated on the most? None. I I, you can't none? masturbate in this room because the fucking window... Really? Yeah, and I got two kids. They just um, roll up and see me. Yeah. Trust then, me when I thought. I've, I've thought about it. Right, of course. If anywhere... <laughs> I'm not saying it's ever happened, but sure. if it's anywhere, it's in the corner it's hiding. The corner yeah, there. because... Yeah, with your yeah. shame pillows. It's, it's so... what those pillows are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the... Uh, those pillows are the thinking above ourselves. We thought we'd have this, like, beautiful, like, uh, like area out here. Right. Problem is, it comes with cushions, and then these oranges fall because the, the squirrels the eat the oranges. Devil. Yeah, yeah, and the leaves. And then, do you guys have someone to come and like do all the fancy oh, yeah. landscaping and all that? This is like a ninety-year-old man. Ninety. The oldest shit. Why I, you couldn't? There's younger Mexicans. You know, they have a no. lot. We have a lot of. <laughs> I'd rather you go the other way and get like an illegal, like a thirteen-year-old. He was in a, he's on a fixed income. So I Aww. we I like we got the house and he like came with the house and he just showed up one Tuesday. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, he was like he was like, Hey, I'm Gabriel, I do the and we were like, Oh hey. Aww. And he was like, Yeah, so I'll just keep doing it and we were like and uh, at the time we couldn't afford it and we were like Oh no, we're good. We'll just do it ourselves. And then my dad was like, "What are you gonna like get a fucking lawnmower and right. mow the lawn? You're never home." And he's like, "Just let the guy do it." He's and my dad was like, "He's on a fixed income," so we let him do it. And he sucks. He's so bad. He's ninety. He's like ninety. He's old as shit. And he shakes your hand like this. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. He shakes your hand like this. Oh, 
little yeah. limp. Yeah, and it's so limp, bad. Kind of- and so I actually have taken it. Like at first, when I shook his hand, I went harder, and now I've taken it to the next level. And now I try to go limper than he does. Right, right. To like let him know, hey, I notice your fucking limp shit, and I'm limping you out. So it's not even like a handshake. It just turns into like a weird. Like just kind of a, like 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 just like just touching in an like, elevator, yeah, yeah, like, like by accident exactly <laughs> like you bumped into them in line at TSA yeah I once held this guy's hand by accident in TSA and I thought it was my husband's oh. so I was give me your hand so we're in line and this guy's behind me and I just started like tickling it right there oh like, shut just, the fuck up and he didn't move his hand for the longest time oh I bet it was his then, I bet it was his dream oh, he was he like oh it. fuck yeah and then my husband noticed he's like hey, how's how's it going you making new friends and I. I was like, what? That's where are you? Why aren't you? I thought that was you. But yeah, your husband's Russian too, right? No, you met my husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's but he's Puerto he's... Rican. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puerto I just remember Rican the hair on his chest in a weird way. He's very hairy. I remember the hair on his chest. Our child came out. No lie, this isn't a bit. With a jacket of hair. <laughs> He came out with so much hair on his face that his forehead was covered, like his eyebrows to his hairline. Are you serious? Was covered in hair. <laughs> and you know, you when you first see you have you have two kids. Yeah. When you first see your baby, you're like, it's perfect. And oh, I wasn't still, like that. By the no, way, I wasn't like were, that. No, I thought I thought there was scary. something wrong with both yeah. of mine. Like when when they came out, I was like, I was like, their feet are misshapen because they because they've been in the womb. I didn't realize that their feet wouldn't just be like. Feet. Standing outright, right? I thought they'd be like, what do you like mean by misshapen. They were like, they were like angled in, like they had had their feet together, like, uh, oh, like a frog. Like yeah, a... and so I kept looking at their legs, and then they had these like, they their faces were purple, and they sure. had like, m- like it looked like rosacea on their face, right, and I, right. I, I could not. I picked apart my kids. I was like, there's something wrong. <laughs> I definitely thought there was something wrong. You were like, these aren't. Let's do a DNA. Oh, tests. if my it kid and, and, and Isla came out, my youngest came out with hair. On her back, yeah, yeah, and I was like, he I was like, we got to so get rid of this shit. On his back. <laughs> He's two, and he has hairy Russian immigrant man legs. He's two. <laughs> he came out with so much hair, and now I look back, and he's still obviously, you know, the best thing. But yeah. I look back at those pictures when we first brought him home from the hospital, and I was like, holy shit, this. <laughs> I think we love this thing. <laughs> Up, Wait. you know, because he just was all squinty and just like his face just looked like a Muppet, you know, like an unfinished Muppet. You know when they're yeah. making like they yes. put the eyes on and they're like making the thing with the face, and you're like, what? The f-? I mean, of course, as a parent, there's something biological. You just love the child. Here you go, it's mine. But it's two mine. years later, looking back at the pictures, you're like, what? The f-? No, wait, are you guys done? Are you gonna have any more? I don't know. It's hard. So it's gotta be hard for you right now. I'm so because. For me, it takes me so out of my career. Even though yeah. I was working pregnant up until you were a week doing, before. you were doing. Wait, hold on. Let's backtrack. Okay, let's backtrack for a second because I, because uh, because we met. We met. I w- We were still. My husband and I were still dating. Yeah, and it was New Year's, and on stage. And this is always like, you know, the single man's worst nightmare is when somebody, like a third party, yells out, when are you going to propose? Oh. And you yelled that out on New Year's. Did I really? Yeah, that sounds like me. No, but it was great. It was great because it was just so like in the moment. Well, the three of us had been hanging out all weekend, technically. It was that we were at Laughs Unlimited. Right. Do you still do that club? I actually did it recently after a three-year hiatus I got doing it. fucked by him I did money. too and it's new owners that's why I went back is it new owners yeah. or is he a part owner and he's no. telling everyone he's a new owner and oh, so I that that's but. what I was under the impression that really yeah I got the vibe that Larry called me Larry 
What's that? They're talking about him like he's gone. Yeah. Well, he lives in Mexico now. Absolutely. So nobody finds yeah, yeah. him. So the authorities can't Larry was the bartender. Larry was the best. Yeah. Larry was great. And Larry called me and he was like, listen, I think Larry started doing stand-up. I think so. Yeah. And he was like, I want you to come back. You know, I'll talk to Jenny. Whatever Steve owes you, we'll pay. We want you to come back to the club. And I was like, I'd love to, but it's can't get it past my wife. She'll right. never forget. She'll never forget. We flew down to Mexico to do a gig for him. And he not only stiffed us on paying up for the gig, but he stiffed us on the hotel room, the flight, everything. <gasps> what? Yeah, he no, stiffed no, no, us no. on everything. I'm with, her, I'm with your wife. Then. And she's like, she's like, I don't wife. want anything yeah. to do with him. Like no. anything to do with him sketchy, I don't want to do it. And I was like, but in my head, I miss... I missed that, those nights of hanging out at that club. It was such a great fucking club. For me, I don't want to be away too long. And they let me go up Friday, Saturday. Oh, came that's back fucking Sunday. awesome. So I will do maybe a little bit crappier. Not not that it's a crappy club, but you know what I mean? Like it's no, not, Yeah, they know what they okay. are. It's okay. They know what they are. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good club. It's Sacramento. It's close by. Drive up. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, drive up, drive down. It's close to San Francisco. That's where I'm from. I grew up. So, yeah. I, you know, I made it like a thing. I, I made a little trip. And I don't want to be away from my kid for too long. I used to be yeah. such a road warrior. Even when I was pregnant, I went to South Africa pregnant and did oh, a comedy festival. You, you, te- you emailed me about South Africa. Yeah, and I pitched you. How was it? How was it? You have not done it yet? No, no. Wait. That's no, a crime. You, you asked me about it. Oh, oh okay. You no, no. said you emailed me and I said- I asked you about it. And right, you right, said, right, right. Listen, oh, no, I'm I heading pitched to- you to um, uh, a new one in um, uh, Wales. Oh, I fucking do that yeah, in a yeah, heartbeat. Yeah. I do that in a Sorry. heartbeat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a brand new one. They're no, starting. You, you were like, "Hey, listen," because he had a problem with paying people too, right? And you were like, uh, "It's and sketchy." I asked you, yeah, and go? and and but he paid me. I I never had a problem he with him. Me. I did yeah. escrow. He paid me. Every you know what? Every comedy club booker that's booking some shit yeah. has a problem, except for the chains like Funny Bones and Improv. Sure, has a problem paying people because they got to make the money at the door, and yeah. if they don't have the money at the door, they're not going to make the money. Right. The um. Uh, did you like South Africa? I loved it. God, First time great. I went for a month in Cape Town. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And then the next time was... Oh, that, you went back? Yeah. My wife wouldn't let me go back. I went back I to came Joburg. back a mess. I came back like oh, I was off tour. Like, what? oh, I was a fucking... I came back and I was just... I was a wreck. I was like, I had been partying hard as fuck for a month. Oh, and yeah. literally I yeah. showed up and I hopped on this Jameson tour and I rolled out and I was like... What's up? I was like, oh, she was like, you're never going back to the South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, it, was it the country or the country? It was me. It's me. Oh, it's me. Just, it's fucking like, like, a part of me. Yeah, you're going to follow yourself everywhere. And it was like a bunch of single comics, and we just all hung yeah. out and partied every single night, and they had yeah. Cuban cigars. My hotel bill was through the roof. Oh, yeah. They had Cuban cigars. Every night I smoked a Cuban cigar. My birthday uh, landed on, uh, you know, it was in September. We were there, and Ahmed Ahmed and Angela Sarukis and uh, a bunch of other comics took me out to this strip club called Mavericks in Cape Town. Really? For my birthday. It was awesome. Uh, oh, I've never uh, seen I went there. I went yeah, there. Yeah, of course you did. Of they, course. The first thing they say when they walk in, if you want a lap dance to a dude, was, do you want full touch or no touch? Oh, yeah, they have. And I, and I went, I went, who gets no touch? <laughs> like, are you shitting me? Who gets no touch? And then it turns out <laughs> that it's whether, or not, it's whether or not they touch you. Which I was like, oh, I want no touch. I didn't know that. Oh. I was like, that's like cheating. I like full touch. Yeah, I'll take it but the other wait way. Wait a minute, a lap dance. There, they're touching you with their ass on your lap. That's what I assumed. What it was was like when I was like full touch or no touch. I figured no touch was they stand off like three feet from you, right? Right. And full touch was they can rub on you. And I was like, I'll take full touch. Sure. And then I got in there, and she but was that's like, that's not cheating. No, in my head, no. no of course not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's, it's a very gray area. <laughs> My wife has no idea what goes on in a strip club to this day. She's like, they don't like rub on you. And you're like, oh, well, I mean, I, yeah, oh, some no. countries. We play Atari. Yeah. It's, so... it's a card game. We're all sitting around. She gets more pissed off that I spend the money there. Well, yeah. She's like, she's like, seriously, just save the fucking money. I right. swear to God, you'll be home in three days. Right. But but you, it's it's more like um, you don't do it for sexuality. You do it to be with your friends and... I had the it's best like a, time, and I've been to strip clubs before. Yeah. My second date with Mike, my husband, was at a strip club. Really? My second date went to Cheetahs. We Seriously? Went, yes. That was our, like I don't care. That doesn't bother yeah. me. Yeah. I had never seen. So Ahmed Ahmed got me a uh, a lap dance. Right, it was my birthday, yeah. and I'd never seen a pierced vagina so up close like oh, almost yeah. like pap smear level like i could have told her oh, you might have a yeast infection like it was so like that part was didn't gross me out but it was like i just want to get to know you first yeah you know what i mean like as, as a, a chick, woman you're like hey yeah. look, let's just talk about childhood and we did and we did because they're all these ukrainian it might be some sort of you awful, speak russian right yeah yeah it's all these ukrainian chicks who, you know, it might be human trafficking. Who knows? But they were all there. I, in my, the whole time I kept thinking, I was like, do you need to borrow my cell phone? I know, really. Like, and I yeah. was like, ask them in Russian. I'm like, are you safe? Do you need a warm bed, a meal? What's happening? <sighs> and they were, we just chatted and they were, you know, very sweet and nice. And of course, as a, as a chick, I want to ask her like, so what did you do? Like, because you know, they were like a professor back home. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? yeah. Like, that's the oh, thing I was about engineer back in Russia. I make bridges. You do such a good. Ru- I do a Russian you know accent I mean? now when I tell that machine story. You speak Russian. Yeah. Well, yeah. We talked about this. We talked about so this. long ago. Yeah. I went to Russia. Yeah. And I robbed a train, obviously. Yes. But I. But I told you that like fucking 10 years ago before i ever told it on stage i never talked about any of that and then i told on one joe's podcast and it fucking exploded but um you're russian i do a russian accent when i do that tell that story on stage now and i can and my russian accent sounds like a fucking vampire well they all do russians do sound like vampires (laughs) i go uh Guys, guys, this is the machine. <laughs> if you give the machine vodka, you'll have a great time. <laughs> they called you the machine. The machine. Yes. I remember. God. I remember telling you that because I'd never really hung out with anyone that was from Russian descent, and I was and I was excited because I spoke Russian or what I what uh, I remember saying to you, I remember saying to you, um, my sentence I was going to say to the dudes was "Yada uh, Yukoshka. Why? Why is that the sentence? I work with a cat. I work pussy. You work pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that was my sentence to them. Was Transvestia Manjasovul Bird? Oh, you bring the yara what you koshka? And I thought they think it was fucking hilarious. They were just like, they, no, I never, I never said it. Cause you I, never cause, said it. I never said it because when the guy opened the door, the fucking gangster, I, all I said to him was, "I'm the machine," and he went, "What?" It's just such, it's such man, a weird. You wanted yeah, to say the man. I wanted to say, so, I don't know what the fuck I was trying to say. <laughs> it was so long ago, but I wanted to say something like, you know, I'm the man. I'm, I'm the, the man. And I don't know what the fuck. And I just said it, and he thought it was so funny. He started laughing because man in Russian sounds like machine yeah and yeah. so and so he, he started laughing he was like just bring me into the room he goes do you, you got to tell my friends what you just said and i and i said it again and, and then they all fell out they fucking well, could not they stop laughing it. yeah and because they had never met they never met an american dude like that that it was just like ballsy and i just was i was drinking like a fucking lunatic do you want anything to drink do you have to pick your kid up oh uh, later later yeah. i'm good um the uh i just got off the plane so i've been drinking all morning the but yeah so i remember telling you guys that i remember talking about that i think we did Oh my god! 
I saw your nuts. One of my favorite. No, one of my favorite. One of my favorite. I tell this story about you so much. What? And I fucking I forget how much I appreciated this. I don't think I've ever laughed harder. We did press together. Do you remember this? <gasps> oh my god, that was the last time they ever let any comics do, do press. TV. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we <laughs> we went. You said crazy. this is exactly what happened. I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this as long as I live. There are two times doing press that are memorable to me. One is Nikki Glazer. You know Nikki Glazer. Yeah, yeah. Nikki Glazer and I did press one time. She was my feature, and I brought her in to do radio with me. And she sat off to the side, just kind of watching us do radio. And then, and we were talking about the quickest you've ever hooked up with someone. Nikki Glazer is not really talking on radio. And we're doing in Richmond, and she has a story. She's like, oh, I have a story. So we bring her on mic. She goes, um, one time I met this guy at a bar, and uh, and I went in, <laughs> and uh, and I grabbed him, and, and literally it was so quick. I brought him into the bathroom, and uh, I don't know. I just blew him. And they drop it. They dump it. They're like, no, 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 no. You can't say that. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And so she goes off to the side, but the phone lines light up because they dumped out of it. And everyone's like, what did the chick say? Right. So the fucking phone lines explode. And, and, uh, and they're like, and he's like, this guy Sludge, is, he's now in Arizona. He's like, he's like, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. She, she said something that's really kind of cool. It's, it is sexy, but we can't really say it. And then she goes, I can say it. I can say it. And he's like, can you say it where it's not dirty? And she goes, yeah, I can totally say it where it's not dirty. So she gets back on the mic. We are sitting with bated breath. And she goes, I met this guy at a bar. There was something about him. I don't know what it was. So I brought him into the bathroom, and I sucked his dick. <laughs> and we fucking, fu- we're like, what the fuck? And she was like, you guys said dick earlier. He goes, yeah, you can say, like, that guy's a dick, but you can't say I sucked his dick. And and they dumped it again. It was so fucking great. So, but the my favorite radio, my favorite press ever, ever fucking ever was with you. The we the I, morning. My favorite part of it all. I don't remember any. All I remember is this. This is all I remember. And this is what. This is maybe not what got us in trouble, but this is what got me started laughing. There was an Asian chick, right? On the on the. On, I don't remember any. I remember, but I don't remember what. There happened. was like two dumpy, like frumpy chicks, right? And then this kind of hot Asian chick. Yes. And and the Asian chick didn't say anything for the whole interview. That we're talking to them didn't say anything for the whole interview, and um, all of a sudden she goes, she goes, so you guys will be performing in Sacramento, and you leaned over to me and goes, oh, she speaks English so good. <laughs> several times after we worked it and they never never did more we never did that again I've never done it again since but before that I remember you and I were we were we just took over and that's what I loved about working with you was that's what I do when I'm on the road. I just go in, I take over. I'm not gonna yeah. wait for you to invite yeah. me to like talk about my resume yeah. or what I do. What kind of material do you do? What kind of comedy? Yeah. I just take over. Like I'll start doing the well, weather. Well, that's your stand up too. Though. I will. Yeah, I. Your stand up is not is your stand up is not demure. Uh, people would say people would uh, categorize it as like you're like a male stand up because you just you just go up and you fucking do stand up but it's not male it's not male in any sense of the way in any way uh, like what you know what I'm trying to say right. but like you're just fucking powerful on stage well, you Ian just get Edwards, on stage and you destroy do you know, you know Ian Edwards yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him 
love him. He needs to be like a catalog model because that guy is always dressed like he's going on a runway. I remember when he had him when he had dreadlocks. Oh yeah, like long ass dreadlocks. Ago. He he's the reason I wrote the joke. Joke. What happens when a black guy loses his dreadlocks? Does it just fall out all at once <laughs> and like lay in the bed next to him? <laughs> and he's like, oh shit! Like it has to, right? It has to. I, it, because it's just one piece, it's, really. Well, ultimately, it's like one hair. Like, when you lose a hair as a regular dude, it, like, starts going away, starts going away, and then that whole area is gone. But right. when you have dreadlocks, it's, one day there's one hair holding onto it. Right. Yeah, and so it just falls then, out. Like, just like you're sick. Like, and you're like, oh, God. Sorry, sorry. You're on a date, and you're like, oh, that's, that's awkward. That has to have happened to him. <laughs> but I saw him, and he was losing his hair, and he had dreadlocks, and I went, and that's what I thought, and then I started talking about it on stage, but never when he was in the room. Keep going about Ian Edwards. Sorry. Well, he once gave me such a compliment, and I don't know if other you know female comics think this is a compliment, or if they, and not that there's anything offensive about it at all. But he said to someone else, not to me, to someone else, and this other comic then said to me, Ian Edwards said that Kira, she's she's on stage like a dude. Like, well, it's 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 it's. Not, it's, it's not a I understand though how it is a backhanded compliment. Now that I've said it to you, I'm like, I'm but like, it's well, not like I think it's a compliment, not because I think men are stronger, and that's like, oh, you're saying I'm strong like a man. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's that the stereotype has been that women have been somewhat demure on stage and like and like dancing around subjects and you know, kind of like uh, kind of like maybe like Seinfeld was, and then all of a sudden there was this influx of dudes that just came and. Charge a stage like Sam Kinison and right. and 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 Pryor and like those dudes who just had this this their personality shit went. They were definitive personalities and not just doing an act. And some some women were doing an act, right? But Sarah is Sarah Silverman's powerful on stage, just like a like it's a it's a it's a backhanded compliment because we're saying ultimately what I just said was that oh women whatever but that's not true because some of my favorite comics are women and i think the funniest people on twitter are women well like look stephen wright is not mr all powerful right. on stage yeah. he's totally mellow quiet uh subdued i think it's just more of a um i like the take chargedness i know what he meant by it and i was very because i yeah. love him as a comic i look up to him you know i mean i think he's such a wordsmith yeah you know he's such a he's such a strong comic uh so i i, I wasn't offended i appreciated it but there is something about that, and I like to bring it into when I do radio, going back to the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to go in there and say, look, you guys do your thing 365 days a year. That's what you guys do. I'm going to come in and do my thing. I don't want to come in and just be a shy, demure guest talking about, yeah. come see me at the Laugh Factory tonight or whatever. Here, here are my setups. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to do my bits. Yeah. I'm not going to do little jokes so you get an idea of what I'm doing on stage. I'm going to come in here and just show you why I'm a comic and why I like to entertain people. Yeah. And that's what you and I did. Oh, we, we had the same. to a different level. Oh, we... putting us together was like. Was that the time that I put makeup on? Where I don't remember. I put makeup on. I think that was that time where I was looking at the two women next to us, the frumpy women. And I was uh, like, yeah. you guys are all like made out, made up. And you got your like, you know, lashes and your mascara. And I just rolled out of bed because it was like 7 a.m. Oh, yeah. And so I asked the Asian chick for her makeup bag. Oh, And I started yeah. putting makeup on to kind of, you know, freshen myself yeah. up a little bit. So like I'll do ridiculous stuff like but that, you, that. But you do. You, and, then, and then you went. So wait. Let's go back to backtracking. So then we worked together then. That was probably... Six years ago? No, way more. Seven. Really? Really? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Because I had just up. started I the just, Tonight Show. And I just started talking about Georgia, uh, the birth of Georgia. 
So and George is eight. It's so you eight. Pro- yeah, he's probably yeah. seven. Yeah. Um and and then and then I would run into you, but I didn't like. I it's like it's the way that the business the works is that you out. literally. You you hang out with someone. You have a, we had a great fucking weekend that weekend. That I remember cool. that really put uh, that weekend was one of the defining weekends that put, put perspective on my career because I I remember saying ballsy as fuck. You had a show late night Saturday or Friday, and I was like, well, I'll just host. And I, I remember hosting because I was like, I was like, I'll get on stage. I don't give a shit. I'll right, kill. Right, I'm right. a fucking headliner. And I bombed as a host. I bombed. I didn't know no, how to host. You didn't. Yes, I, well, I bombed. F- I I didn't like suck a dick, but right. I definitely bombed. I definitely bombed. And then you went on and destroyed. And I was like, I got to redefine myself. I got to really like. We had a great uh, industry <coughs> talk that weekend. You were going through a thing where you were saying, "Look, I need to turn some shit around," and you made this game plan for yourself. And we were talking about it, and you were like, "I need to start." Headlining the improvs. This is the year. It's going to start happening. And you put down this you know, like uh, syllabus I'm for yourself. So, I'm so that person. And people don't see that I in me. I love it, I, Every year I write a list of my goals. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I'm like, and that, I remember, God damn it. That was that year. Yeah. That was totally that was year. It was New Year's. So, you know, yeah. you have that feeling of like, all right, let's start making our lists. Yeah. This is what I want for this upcoming year. It was, well, you were the New Year's baby, remember? I came, came out, out in a diaper. In a diaper. In a diaper made of toilet paper. And a t-shirt, maybe. It was a t-shirt diaper. It was a t-shirt diaper. Yeah, and it was hilarious. God, that was a... It was. That was so much fun. And that was when, like, in my opinion, I that I look back to those moments, and I always say this, like, to friends, but I wish um, passion coincided with your earning potential. Right. Like, that, that you were as passionate then as you are now. Because now I go and do stand-up, and I'm very passionate, but, man, I don't have the energy I had back then. I took chances yeah i did whatever the fuck i wanted to make a name for myself i would go out on a limb yeah and it's like and it's like i remember watching you go on stage that first night i think you did like thursday friday thursday friday and then i came in and we did saturday together i don't remember i remember alternating or something i can't remember the setup like for new year's eve i headlined I headlined the late sh- the early, late show. You headlined the early show. Yeah, but I yeah. only came in for the weekend. I only came in for Saturday. Really? You had the yeah. You had the whole week. You had like Thursday, oh, Friday. Okay. And um, good memory. I remember. Com- I, well, I only remember that because I remember coming in and it was your weekend and I rolled in and I had gone to the club a lot, but I saw you and I was like, "Fuck, she's funny." And I was like, "This is gonna be." I was like, "I thought I'd just come in and blow through this." I thought she was a feature <laughs> act, and I fucking, I and I was. I remember distinctly being like, "Fuck, I gotta bring it." I, I wish. I wish that. This business worked that way, right. you know? Now I'm like, I feel like I'm, what we were talking about earlier when you walked in, I don't have any fucking free time. I have no fucking free time. Well, it is hard when you have kids. Not that that's an excuse, but it really, truly is. Yeah. Someone asked me recently, they were like, it's so hard to be a parent. And I said, you know what? It's easy to be a shitty parent. Yes. It's hard to be a kick-ass in their face, like, available. Available. I am here for you. I am. We're doing activities. Let's do. I want to be like in your life all the time, as much as I can, because we are working and traveling. That part is hard. If you want to be a shitty parent, that's people do it all the time. Yeah. Put your kid in front of a TV. We, go, I do that a lot, anyway. No, but, but yes, you know what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Or, like, I do that. Care. <laughs> I do that. Like it's interesting because I'm going through that now because I I am not. I'm literally not home. I leave. Uh, Wednesday for like three weeks and I'm gone three weeks straight like gone so what do you guys do you guys Skype 
No. No. My, my kids uh, fucking they're, lost. They're over you? They lost the attention <laughs> for that. They were like, yeah, dad. Yeah, we get it. There's a lot more shit to do in this house than stare at a computer and talk to you. We'll talk to you on the phone. Make it real quick. Um, we, you know, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I, I just, I can't even justify any of it. And I think this is what falls into the realm of being a good parent. I just feel like I'm fucking it up. So I just go, every time I'm home, I always come home with presents. Like, uh, I'll pick them up. When we get done this, I'll go pick them up from school. Yeah. Uh, we will go um, – we'll then go take them to the set where um, I have to take a look at shit and then then we'll hang out there. But, I mean, you are spending time with them when you are here. You can't do anything yeah, about right, right. You going can't, yeah. and, and working. You, yeah. You're on a travel show. Yeah. That's, you, can't, you can't justify it. You can't, you can't not justify a million things. There's a, there's a ton of things that I go, fuck, I wish I was different. But here's the great thing is that that's the only truth they know. They only know that. They right. only know that daddy travels for work. That's it. So let me ask you a personal question about uh, <clears throat> the marriage because we all know that oh. that sucks when you're married. Yeah. More uh, for you and less for me. Really? Yeah, because okay. my Explain. wife, my wife would rather have me gone. <laughs> like she, she does better with me being gone. To the point where one time we were fighting. What? Yeah, yeah, we were fighting, and uh, and she, um, I was home. We were fighting, and I left to go do voiceover. And as I'm driving back, I called her, and we were, and I was called her, ready to like continue the fight in a weird way. And but the phone, not but, but I knew that's where the energy we were in. Right, right, right. The phone rang, and she just picked it up like I was on the road. She's like, "Hey, babe," and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" She's like, "Where are you at?" I said, "I'm coming home." She went, "Oh, you're in town." Oh yeah, I forgot. And like, so like we talk better on the phone when I'm on the road. She, we never have a beef when I'm on the road. When I come home, I drive her fucking nuts. I literally drive her nuts. But okay, but do you feel like uh, you need to constantly work on it? Like, what are you guys doing to make it amicable for everybody? The <coughs> like, I will say, you have to have sex. You have to have sex. I well, yeah, feel but like but I'm um, but yeah, but but I think we probably have very different oppo- opposing views about that. Like, I am. And your probably husband's the exact same way. I know Tom Segura is the same way. That I, when I get home, I need to have it right away to like plant my seed. My wife calls it right. Like I have to like right now. I'm home. I'm staking my claim. This is mine. Right. That's how I work. My wife could actually not have it and be like and be like, I'm glad we connected. Like she would, she would rather us go to dinner and talk right, than right. have sex. I'd rather have sex and then not go to dinner and talk. I'm the opposite. If I'm really? going out of town, like if I'm leaving tomorrow morning, we got to do it right now. Are you serious? Yeah. God, you're a fucking dream. We got it is... because I'm going on the road and oh. I don't want, like, I feel like when you have sex and I'm not trying to make it sound so like animalistic. Yeah. But I just feel like it does kind of connect you, but it also kind of like, hey, we're in this, boom. It's like fist bump. That's exactly what it's like. And now I'm going on the road. We're cool. So now I know I get on the plane tomorrow morning that we're cool. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's exactly. Yeah. And then if I'm gone one night, two nights, obviously with a kid, I'm not gone as much. So wait, how do you do the road now? Uh, Three nights max. Really? I've, I've been away from him. Really? Yeah. Three nights in a row. That's got to be hard. It's hard. I know. I'm not trying to say for dudes it's easier. No, no. It is. It is. It, it is. is. It is. Um, he is such a mommy, 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 mommy. Yeah. Wait. And it would break my oh. heart. I was just thinking about your husband, not your kid. I was like, how does he do it? Oh, I 
I, I, I couldn't do it for fucking life of me. If Leanne left for three days at a time, I'd be like, uh, oh, we're going to need it. Yeah, I was like, how does your husband do it? Sorry, I didn't know which he. Um, you, he was like, mommy, mommy, mommy. I was like, oh, we're talking about your kid. <laughs> oh, shit. Mike calls me mommy, 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 mommy. So wait, how does Mike do it? You know, um, we have daycare. Yeah. My mother-in-law lives here. Mike is born and raised in L.A. Oh, yeah, so that's my, my mother-in-law awesome. is here. Um, we just make it happen. I usually it's the weekends, right? Usually, yeah. like I'll try to do like a, you know, Friday, Saturday, come home Sunday. So, yeah. Last week I went to New York um, to shoot. Have you done Mom's Nick Mom? They're doing like stand up and stuff. I don't know. I just did it with Mazda Brani and and. Uh, what is it? It's just stand up for parents. Oh, okay. It's really fun. My stand-up for parents is a little dirty these days. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be parent material. No, but my but... Pa- I, none of my material is clean these days. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay. like I, I'm, <laughs> we're going through issues with Isla, but it's fucking great for my stand-up. Right. Like hardcore issues, but it's fucking murderous. Well, Greg Barrett was on. A, it was Mazda Bonnie, myself, Greg, and Greg did his bit about his kid who has a... Um, Whatchamacallit? Invisible friend? What are they called? Maybe yeah. Friend. What are they called? Imaginary friend. Imaginary. Thank you. Imaginary Invisible friend. friend. Invisible friend. <laughs> Sorry, English is my second language. And uh, the imaginary friend hates his daughter. Really? Yes. It was hilarious. God, now I got to Google that bit. Oh, it's... Is he, has he done it on... Is it, is it new? I don't know how new Makes it me, is. It's, it's so exciting when you hear a comic have a great bit and you're like... And another comic says it and you're like, oh, I can't wait to fucking see that. Yeah. It's hilarious. He's like, so my daughter, this is her imaginary friend. This is her imagination. Her imaginary friend hates my daughter. Like... Why the fuck would you make up that friend? Like, why not get like a cool imaginary friend? I, I'm I'm butchering his joke, but it was so funny. Anyways, so it was kind of serious, not serious, but yeah, it took something that was like really sensitive and vulnerable. And I've been debating. I've been debating. Killed. So um, I don't know if you see it, but I have a really long eyelash. Just in case you do see it, it's a lucky I didn't eyelash. Say anything. Do you see? Did it you was see it? Embarrassing. Did it you hit see me it? on the way in. Did you really see it? No. Oh, it's so long. A it'll really freak long you out. eyelash. Yeah, look. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. it's my lucky eyelash, and so but Wait, I I can see it. That looks like those Asian fingernails that those. Well, it's in the Asian culture. It's very uh, it's you you're supposed to keep a long growing hair because it's good luck. So I grow it and it's good luck. And whenever I grow it, I make money. So wait a sec. Are you getting an SOS no, signal? From, no, my fucking is the Titanic? phone. I don't, I don't ever have a fucking second where my phone's not ringing. Wait, what were we talking about before this? I want to talk about that. So you were saying I have a lucky eyelash. Oh, we, I know what I was going to talk about. I've actually been wanting to talk to someone uh, in comedy about this. So <clears throat> Isla is my youngest. She is um, at – I can't even put it in – I can't even tell you how funny this fucking kid is. <laughs> she does things that are are like stage funny. Right, like right. the second it's done – you're like it almost feels like you're stealing because it's that funny and it's that easy. So she, she has wrote, timing. She no, it's just the way she her has, brain thinks. Like okay. she, writing, like she did proverbs. I read them on stage this weekend and they murdered. Wait, how old is she? She's six. What? But but now here's the thing that I'm hooked, hung up on. I mean, I I I, I, I sincerely can't do. I'd have to do my act to you to do her justice on how funny she is. Right. I'll just say this is that. I'm murdering with bits about her. Murdering. Like, I'm going, all right, I'm definitely I'm married to these bits. But, I, and this is just the real part of it. Isla's, Isla, there's, there's, uh, 
There's nothing wrong with Isla, but there's something wrong with her. Like, we have to take her occupa- occupational therapist. Right. There is stuff going on with her that is not like... Like she's on the spectrum a little bit. Uh, Maybe? I don't know. I don't know if she's on the spectrum. I, I don't know. To be dead honest with you, I don't really... I haven't really been that involved in it. But she had to go to an occupational therapist because she has tactile issues, like with clothes. And she... We have a hard time getting her to reel in her emotions. She's just one of those very wild children that nowadays they go, okay, well then we can deal with that. Okay. So she's six, six and the emotions doesn't thing, wear underwear. Normal? It's not Won't normal. wear underwear. Won't wear underwear. Won't wear underwear. Only wears knee high socks. Only wears one pair of shoes. She's outgrown them. We're having a hard time getting her into a new pair of shoes. Um, but isn't that like just six year old behavior? You know what? Because when I was a kid, yeah. weren't you like that as a kid? I thought, I thought I would. Well, that's where we get to the next level. <laughs> Is that the occupational therapist is like something's wrong with your husband? Like, <gasps> yeah. So, 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 yeah. I was exactly that's like not a that. Hat you're wearing I was exa- a helmet. Yeah, I was just- exactly like that as a kid. Exactly. I would not. I, I to this day, I have issues with clothing. I have certain clothes that I wear, and then I I won't touch other clothes. But I can't. Yeah, I definitely have fucking problems. But she's going through them, and we're like, we're like, it's normal childhood behavior. Yeah. But nowadays, the way it works, they're like, no, it's not. You, we, you should help her get through these emotions. But anyway, here's my my thing, is that I've been telling these jokes about Isla, and they're fucking destroying. I mean, I have a joke about I've I can't even tell you. Just do it. I want to hear. No, one. I can't. I can't. It doesn't. It does. It does no justice to the bit to for me to just share it with you. But right. like, but so what I've been doing is I've been sharing. The fact that, like, with these awesome stories also comes the fear of being a parent of, like, well, shit, is something wrong with her? I got to take her to an occupational therapist. Is something wrong with me? And I'm including it. It's not getting a laugh, but part of me feels like it texturizes the story to make people feel better about their kids if there's something going on with their kids. And then part of me is like, I'm just doing stand-up. I should just tell the fucking stories and then bounce. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because it's like, I'm sure Isla doesn't want anyone to ever know that she was went to an occupational therapist when she was six in high school when these bits, if her friends ever hear them. Right, of course. Like, um, in this day and age, that's, you know, always possible. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 It's possible that they know it now. Like, that her friends, I mean, both my girls have email addresses. Oh, my god. Yeah. And they, they're, so like, in my head, I'm like, they're friends. Like they know, you know. I'm sure you deal with this, but like, they know their friends' dads that are on TV, and their friends know that I'm on TV. Right. And it's, I mean, they the they know kid, how to Google. Yeah, they know yeah. everything. I mean, I lived the other day. Went to, we bought a smart TV for the living room. She goes, she sits down. I'm watching this. She turns it on, and then Google's funny cat videos, <gasps> and then turns it on and just starts watching, going from one to the one to the one. And I go, baby, what are you doing? She goes, I love funny cat videos, daddy. And then uh, proceeded to tape the side of our cat. Like, if you put tape on the side of a cat, apparently they lose their fucking mind. Because they can't get yeah, to Because they're like, Gah! And Isla then did that to our cat. But yeah, so, so yeah, like, it's like part of me goes, uh, you got to keep some stuff private or not. What do you think? I feel like uh, we are blessed and cursed as comics because so much, if, if this is your style, a lot of comics will just do ridiculous you know, jokes that never happened to them, but they say they did and they're just writing funny jokes, you know, but some of us like yourself and myself, um, we have the ability to take something that happens in our life and in a cathartic manner, 
talk about it on stage so that we can kind of figure it out a little bit right. more, share it with the audience, make it entertaining, funny, add punchlines, and now it's boom, a show. Is it bad to overshare sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do I feel guilty sometimes? Absolutely. I do bits about my in-laws and uh, I realize when I do them at the Long Beach Laugh Factory, my uh, my sister-in-law lives in Long Beach and I always feel like her friends are going to be like, oh, Karen's sister-in-law Kira is performing. We should go see her, oh. see my show and then call my sister-in-law and be like, did you know what Kira is saying about your mom and dad on stage? There's That's always that fucking. Guilt. But luckily my in-laws can't read. <laughs> Is that horrible? Leanne's such a fucking redneck. Just making sure we're having such a great conversation. I'm like, I'm just making sure we're recording. And but, you I'm, know, it's it's hard to draw do you want that a diet line. Coke? Yeah, I'll have. I'll, do you have just water? Uh, no, I have diet coke and beer. Oh, and apparently someone came over. Oh, who and the fuck was drinking my beer? No one in my house drinks beer. No, of no course one. not. Let's see. Uh, I just I have think, diet coke. Uh, your you want kids diet have coke? some splaining to do. Sure, sure. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I know what you're saying. I do feel guilty. I tell a story about Leanne farting during oral sex and, <laughs> and I all, I always feel guilty every time I say it and I watch women and go, does she know? Does she know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. what did she say? Kira, she, the, the joke that now I'm doing a bit to you, but she farted during oral sex and I, and the joke goes, I go, you didn't feel that sneaking out. How do you not know you have one in the chamber? I have a beard. It's still in here. And then she starts crying. She really started crying. She started crying and she said to me, you're going to talk about this on stage on the second. And I was like, I hadn't even thought about it. I was like, the fuck? You're fucking right I am. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Oh, I talked about the birth of Georgia. I started talking about it up at Laughs Unlimited. And and, uh, and when I did, you know, I talk about obviously Leanne was shitting and pissing. Yeah. Because that's what happens. That's what happens. But like, oh, fuck. Speaking of shitting and pissing. shit. Oh, don't get on your phone. Beer. Don't go oh, on yeah. your phone. <laughs> God damn it. We're having so, a, but, a... uh, but someone's been in my beer. I feel like a fucking Papa Bear. But I talked about it at, on in Last Unlimited and uh <clears throat> and the first time I did, <clears throat> I remember Steve was in the back and his wife what was his wife's name? Eve. Eve. Eve was in the back. And Steve was just like shaking his head, and he's like, "You can't talk about that stuff, man." What? Like, yeah, because he was like, he was like, I mean, that's like private. And in my, in my head, I was like, I'm working at the wrong club. But uh, like, I remember him him saying like, "It's funny, it's really funny." But like, what if your wife hears that? And I was like, "Well, yeah, but that's this thing is that I pay for the house by telling our stories." Right. Exactly. You know, like I, I've never had a club owner tell me which bits to do and what Steve not was to do. Fucked up. He was ridiculous. It's sad too because I really liked him. But you know what? That is what happens. That yeah. is what happens. I shit myself. My husband and I still <laughs> talk about it. I threw up three times. You threw up? Three times. Really? While have, in labor. Where oh, I was like yeah. pushing the baby. I'm like, oh, 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 you guys got to get something for me. What were you throw- Why three- were you throwing up? Just for because like all the. your body is going through the wormhole of Satan's ass. Are you oh serious? My God. You don't even know. You don't even realize. Imagine I somebody, can't. God, taking one part of your body. Right, your head twisting it to the left and then wringing out your feet to the right. You is wouldn't it maybe bad? shit yourself a little bit. I would. Or throw I would up? shit. I would do. Is everything, it that? Is everything. it? Is it scary? It's not scary because there's something inside you chemically that your body's like, shh. You're supposed to be seriously. Doing this. You're supposed to be doing this, but it is scary because you feel like 
I've never done drugs. I've never been in rehab. I've never, but I, I imagine it's what like the worst heroin habit in the world and they're trying to get you clean. Really? Like you're shaking and you're freaking out and you're, you know what I mean? Your whole body is convulsing and you're just sweating and shitting yourself and throwing up and God. speaking in tongues and, and that's, you know, and that's just uh. when we're having sex. Boom. <laughs> that's when we were just making the baby zinger. No, but that's what happened. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Now, look, is it embarrassing? Yes. But I think the, the, the farting during oral sex is a little bit more embarrassing because yeah. that's kind of like, oh, maybe not everyone has done that. Yeah. But almost every woman that has had a baby that's pushed <laughs> Shit, it out yeah. the lobby, if it goes through the sunroof, that's different, obviously. Yeah. But if you're pushing it out through the lobby, you, you're, you've you probably shit yourself a couple times. Now, in a moment of like in – like, in giving birth, in a moment of sheer agony, do you think in Russian or in English? English. Really? Yeah. How, when were you, how old were you when you – what was – Two. It? You too. Oh, you yeah. so. But I'll dream in Russian. Really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I will say certain things. There's just certain phrases in Russian that just make more sense. It's almost like Ricky Ricardo when he would just start rambling off in Spanish because it yeah. just comes out. It's like Michael say something to me, and I'll just in Russian say something that I can't even translate into English, but it so perfectly, yeah. you know, expresses what I feel. Like, are you? Fucking kidding me! My favorite, my favorite sounds. My favorite. I say say this to the girls all the time. Is uh, it's better than vominos is padium, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Let's go. Let's go. I love that. And that and uh, casual. Is that it? Am I saying right? Yeah, yeah, am I, yeah. My Russian is so bad. It's that, not like, bad, actually. People go, people, I, I tell people on stage, I go, I don't speak Russian, but I can't even say strasvutsia. Yeah, no, you're saying it right. But I, I, I used to say strasvutsia. Well, that's incorrect, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're putting the wrong accent on the wrong side. I had an audition two weeks ago for a Russian commercial. They came to me. It was like straight to producers type of thing. They know who I am. Really? They've seen me on, what I don't know, whatever. They saw me on Tonight Show or something. I don't know. And I walk in. They know who I am. Yeah. And I walk in, and in Russian, the girl that checks, you know, the actors in, starts speaking to me in Russian. So I answer her in Russian. And from the other room, the audition room, the producer says, she has a terrible American accent. No, thank you. So I didn't even audition. Are you shitting me? Just from like saying hello and, oh, should I sign in here in yeah. Russian? They heard my awful American accent and Shut. wouldn't even let me audition. It was a Russian commercial? Yes. God, I would like fucking love. Like to play in love, Moscow. I would love, how great would that be? But dude, you How great, even, would you, would you trade, be honest, would you trade everything you got going on right now to be a movie star in Russia? You got to live in St. Petersburg. Oh, no. Really? I couldn't. I'll tell you movie why. Movie star. I know. Sitcom making like, like hardcore like seven figures <laughs> seven figures you're living in in rubles rubles or no american <laughs> that's, that's well, i don't even know what the ruble trades at right now i know it was seven figures it was seven it was, it was seven to one when i was there so yeah, yeah that would uh, be fucking would you uh, no i couldn't you know why i'll tell you why russian people bug the <laughs> shit out of me they drive me fucking crazy. Really? I can't, I can't I can't be in a room with more than like three or four of them. <laughs> they just they're so 
they're, they're so backwards and not like backwards like you know we use an outhouse yeah, yeah, yeah. not like that not like what you think about they're just like their sensibilities what they think is funny I, I, I can't I can't take it. Did I'm you see sorry. that documentary about Raymond when they wanted to do yes. it? Yes. I did. I only still watched the beginning of it. You I didn't watch the whole thing. You've got to watch it. It's exactly 100% on point. That's exactly how it is. All I remember, my broad stroke of it was like, I remember the guy going, why would he talk? To, why would he let his wife talk to him like that? Wouldn't he just hit her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's that wasn't, it. yeah. That's exactly it. I couldn't spend a lot of time with them if it's anything to do with creativity. Yeah. And being creative yeah. because well, there, there. This is I, once again. I don't know. Like my, some of my 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 ideas that have, have been formed through life are so half baked. I don't know where they come from. But right. I remember the fact that when we were in Russia, the language was not as there wasn't as much slang as there was in America. They didn't have like nine words for everything. It was just that's a car. It's a car. It's not. Right. It's not a ride. It's not a whip. It's it's a car. Yes, it's, that's all we call it is a car. And there was what and, year were you there? Ninety five. Oh well, it's changed. It's changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, but they were saying that I remember my buddy Igor saying to me that in communism it wasn't a lot of uh, room for creativity, so that we don't have like nineteen words for shit. It's it's like the other thing I remember distinctly is that. Um, Everyone, everyone held hands. Everyone like held close and whispered. The fucking subways were silent. I mean, you were on the subway and it was silent. No one said a word, and you were like, "Where are your black people? Like, where's someone going? Like, hey, motherfucker!" Right, right. Yeah, like it's silent. I remember. I did. That's what I definitely remember. But I always thought that that came back down to what you're saying is like the creativity and like the explosion of art, where we have nine different words for everything we have. They had one word. Well. I just remember my speaking of subways. We were on the subway, and um, we walked on. And of course, my dad and I. Even though I felt like we looked like everybody else, we were there in two thousand two. Oh so, wow! Yeah, I mean everything. Yeah. you know, Pietrasroika, everything had already moved over, and they were all very westernized. Of course, not everybody, but we were in Moscow. The minute we walk on to the subway, all eyes are on us. They really? can, they can, it's kind of like when you drive down Hollywood Boulevard and you can see the German tourists, yeah. the family, like right away, even though they might be wearing the same clothes you and Your I Your clothes are, just look different. There's like a glazed over look on their eyes. Yeah. You know, there's something. There is something. And um, this one guy comes up to my dad and uh, you're right. He whispered to him. He kind of like leaned in and he said, why are you smiling? Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were, we, I, like I peed a little. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. like, what the, what's happening? And my dad's like, excuse me, what's going on? Your dad grew up? Did your dad grow up in Russia? Right, yeah, yeah. Well, Moldavia. It was part of USSR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now Moldavia. And uh, my dad, like, you know, like, did I mishear you type of thing? Like, I'm sorry, what? what? It's like, uh, you walked onto this subway and you're smiling. Oh, we didn't even realize. Yeah, we're so like, like American. We're like, <laughs> hey, everybody. But we weren't. It was just more like you walk on, you make eye contact with someone, and you're just like, hey, yeah. how's it going? We're all taking the subway. Okay, let me sit down and... We didn't realize how jovial we looked. Yeah, compared, compared to, to them. they're all literally heads down. No one's making eye contact. No one's talking. And, and 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 you guys walk in like it's Disney World. You're like right. those those escalators are fast. Right, right. <laughs> and we I didn't even know. Maybe we were singing. Who knows? To them, yeah. you know what I mean. Like we were. My dad will like hum music for no reason. Yeah. Like he'll talk to you and continue humming in between sentences. Yeah. So maybe we were doing something. Have you ever thought about doing stand up in, in Russia? I have. And I was very close. Do you want to come? 
in a heartbeat. Okay. In a so heartbeat. my stepmom, before she was married to my dad, was married to a um, actor who was basically the Robin Williams of Russia. He passed away. Savely Khramarov. He was the guy in Moscow on the Hudson who was the KGB uh, officer chasing after Robin Williams and Ilya Baskin, who's also a family friend. Yeah. If anyone uh, is <laughs> old and remembers that movie. I, I definitely remember that movie. If you looked him up, he was also in other stuff. But yeah. in, in America, he never really made a name for himself. And then yeah. he unfortunately passed away from cancer. But in Russia, they have made probably a dozen documentaries about him. Really? So my stepmom is always flying to Moscow. If it's the anniversary of his death, anniversary of his birth, anniversary of the first time he you really? know, farted during oral sex, whatever. You know what I mean? Like They will do a television special on him. Really? So my stepmom has a lot of connections in Moscow. So there are these guys with money that are constantly like, oh, we will do a comedy show. We will do Because she's always talking about me, you know, pitching oh, me to them. Fuck. So I was very close. I was very close. I was on the phone with them, having meetings and talking about what I would need. I even contacted a couple of comedians. And a couple of them were like a little freaked out by it. Well, I, I'd, be, I'd be nervous to go. Because I know my last interactions there were kind of treacherous. But I'd be nervous to go just because... I'd be a f- like, I'd be afraid I wouldn't provide what they wanted. Like I'm afraid my standup would be different than what they expected. Right. And you'd have to do it in Russian, right? No. You could do it in English. There are tons of Australians and Canadians I could I could bring expats. in some Russian too. Just at but, the end of every every at the end of my catchphrase would be "Tis nice, to you." Tis nice, to you. Da I think the people that would go see stand up. Would be very fucking. Western. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. Let's do it. I'll do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, because uh, it was already like in the mix. It was already happening. But you know how these things go. It's like you got to start it, and then something backs. You know, someone backs out, or like the money disappears, and you have to like start it again. So oh, I'm in the fuck. process of. Who's your manager? You know, he's not a comedy manager. He's yeah. my literary manager. Who? Has Did you write a book? Did you write a book? Do I write a book? Did you write a book? No scripts. Oh yeah 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 yeah! Fucking for great! Writing. Yeah, I need a comedy manager. I I'm over at Levity. I love him. Yeah, I love Judy. I think I mean like, I like Judy too a lot. I don't know if she would ever represent me. She would. I, I mean I don't know. I mean I, I'm not going to speak for Judy, yeah, but like, yeah. but I love I love Levity. I'm so happy over there. I've never been. Well, they're like, like an empire. I mean, yeah, but no, but they, but not not not. Not, yeah, they're building a, a club just for them. And oh yeah, well they special. they definitely are looking at things a lot lot bigger than yeah than the most past. Managers. But yeah, but I but I love them. I'll, if you ever, I'll talk to Judy if you see. If yeah, I probably should throw I out some feelers. Should. You know, I um, am in this place in my career. I don't know what my problem is. I have a really hard trust issue because I've been burned so many times with agents and managers. Oh, and even yeah. lawyers, even lawyers. So. I don't know. I got to get over it. It's kind of no, like a chick that's been dumped. No, you know what it is? I, I got to I'll, t- I'll be dead honest with you. Uh, this is w- way more than anyone that's ever going to listen to this ever cares to hear about. But I but it's I don't really care cuz this is honestly this is how I feel. I've been with uh like everyone's like, "Why are you talking about the industry shit?" I don't give a shit. The I've been with four agencies mm-hmm. and two managers. The thing is they don't give a shit until you're making money for them. Right, until you're making a dickload of money, then all of a sudden everyone's your best friend. And I, I've been with a bunch of agents throughout my career, and like 
all of a sudden, you know, I got when I started making money, I had an agency reach out to me, UTA, yeah, and say we want to work with you, and I was like, well, fuck, that's never happened, and now they're the, they're amazing, they're amazing, but it's I think it's also I think it's also because I might be making them money, but like I'll, I'll tell you, I've never had agents. I'll take I take all of that back. The experience I'm having with UTA should be indicative of what's going on in this business and say that that is completely and totally different than what I've had. Because I've had a bunch of agents, and UTA is different. Chris Hart, Heidi, all, all my people at UTA are like hardcore gangsters when it comes to this fucking business. They're right. hungry, they're young, they want to make fucking money, and they're going at it. But you had a show, okay, you had the Hurt Burt. Hurt Burt was like, you got yeah. yourself. You pitched it yourself. Right? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. So um, you didn't have an agent or manager. I was that... at ICM and I had Barry Cats. Well, then yeah. So. But yeah, you but were, you were making money for that, but but you were you making money for them before you got to ICM? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how I got ICM. I got a deal with Will Smith. Right. And so I got them, and then but then they ICM was fucking pointless. So it's just a vicious circle. Is what I'm saying. It's like yeah. I am making money right now. But it's not for other people. It's like for me, you know. What yeah. I mean? I'm, but I'm doing it all myself, and I'm tired of doing it all myself. You need to get someone. You need to get someone in your I corner. I can't do it. All. I'm doing everything. Oh. I'm doing all the booking. I'm all my writing gigs. All I mean, I have an attorney, but I can't. Yeah, you got anymore. no. You I'm you definitely. You've got it. You've got to get a. You got to get a booking agent. Definitely, personal appearance person. That is number one. Because that that I could never do that. I would. I but I, and I, I could never do that. And then I. I, I want a personal assistant to be dead honest with you because I'm fucking exhausted. I want someone to run this podcast. This podcast. <laughs> thank God you emailed me because I would have never. I would have never reached out. I don't have that. Uh, that part of my personality is not like I, I get. I have intimacy issues, so I would have never been like, Kira, will you please do my podcast? Because I'd be afraid you'd say no. What? Yeah, I know. I, I w- when I found out you had a podcast, I immediately I was like, Bert has a podcast. I, I wait. How did you get the Tonight Show? Um, I got that because of Girls Behaving Badly. The, that hidden camera show from a million years ago. We went on a date one time, and uh, me and Leanne, mm-hmm. and with uh, Jason and Marnie, uh, Jason Nash and Marnie Hawkman. They live, Marnie used to run Fox. Okay. Or like parts like of Fox. I know Jason. You know Jason. You yeah. definitely know Jason. Yeah. He's a comic. Yeah, yeah, okay, that I do. And, um, and I remember Marnie going, so Leanne, you're on Girls Behaving Badly? And Leanne's like, no. And I remember going, what's girls behaving badly? This is before I met you. And then I Googled it, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw that, and it was you, Chelsea, Chelsea. Peretti. No, Chelsea Hamlet. Chance- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fucking shit. They're so similar. I sound like an they're idiot. So yeah, they're similar. identical. They're identical. <laughs> Chelsea Handler. How the fuck did I mess that one up? You, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea Peretti's on my mind because I listened to her and, uh, and the champs with Riff Raff. Oh. Fucking pointless. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just... D- digressing obsessively. So it was you, Chelsea Handler. Yeah. Uh, that was and, it? No, uh, Chandrella. Who's that? Who um, was the only black person in Napoleon Dynamite. LaFonda. That girl? Yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's she doing now? She's working. She's in movies. She and I are like... Really, I just, I just saw, saw her, I just saw that movie this weekend. I just saw her two nights ago at Retta's birthday party. Really? You know Retta? No. The comedian? Uh-uh. She's on uh, Parks and Rec right now. Uh-uh. Yeah, so Trangel and I are still close. Like at yeah. my wedding, at the you know baby shower, like you know so we're really? still friends. Yeah, um, and then there was another girl named Melissa, but she's I don't think in the business anymore. I don't know. Really? Yeah. So what the four of us were the series regulars. 
How'd you guys get cast? Did you come up with it? No, I didn't come up with it. I actually got cast. They, they did like this mini first season that was kind of like a half season, I think. Yeah. And then I came in after that. And there was a whole new cast, um, except for Chelsea Handler was there from the beginning. Really? And then we did about, I don't know, four, five seasons. Do you ever do Chelsea's show? Oh, no. Really? No, no, no. Are you guys not? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, that's probably all I should say right now. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I don't. I never well, no, met her. I, mean, I never uh, met her. I don't think um, Chelsea really keep in touch with anybody from Girls Being Badly. So, yeah, yeah. Know. I never met her. I, I saw her perform once. I thought she was really funny. You've never done her roundtable? No. Because you'd be perfect for that. No, I no. A long time ago, I think I had my agent or my manager look into it because I was like, oh, it's a good show. But it didn't happen. And uh, Chris Fanjola yeah. was like, he asked to do a guest set on one of my shows. And I was like, of course. I mean, I, I don't care. Anyone can do a guest set. Yeah. But he was like, he came on and he was like, stayed and watched me. And he was like, you're amazing. You should, not amazing. I'm Now I'm telling you what he thought about my stand-up. He thought it was funny. He said, you should totally do the show. And I was like, I'd love to. And then never heard from him again. So I was well, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm sure that's what he says to everyone. You know, it's like. He, I'm, there's there's no way that you don't say that to someone. You're like, you're really great. You should do Chelsea. You should do Chelsea. I'm on that show. I'm one of the head writers. And I was like, oh, I appreciate it. And he was like, I'll get that to happen. And I'm sure he just says that to no, say that. Sure. As opposed to just go, hey, thanks a lot. He says it to the guy at Gelson's. Yeah, hey, I like so, the way you bag those groceries. Yeah, you should do Chelsea's show. So, you're amazing. Yeah, I never, yeah, I've never done it. But I, I, not that. I don't think you need to. I mean. I'm, I'm, f- you have I'm your own shows. You're busy. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd, you know, I had a hard time doing the, um, the, uh, not who loves the 80s, but like one of those VH1 oh, shows. Those clip shows. Yeah, yeah, where you shit on people. Yeah. Cause I, I remember I had to, I was supposed to shit on Angelina Jolie and I wouldn't do it. And I was like, cause the guy was like, you know, you gotta like talk bad about her. And I go, yeah, but what if she sees this? Well, you know what? Honestly, that's one of my things. I did those clip shows a long, you know, a long yeah. time ago. And I felt like, you know, one day I would like to maybe work with these people. You never yeah. know in our yeah. business. I mean, you never know. Yeah. I mean, Dov Davidoff works with Mark Wahlberg. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you never know who you're gonna run into. So I also had a problem. I feel like maybe it's I don't know. I just maybe it's like I want to be friends with everybody. Well, no, wanna... it's 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 just like it's like here's the thing. Uh, there was a guy on golf net golf network golf channel this weekend that was making me fucking irate. He was talking about Tiger and how Tiger should uh, uh, disqualify himself, do the right thing, do the right thing, and he looked like a tired fucking gym neighbors. Like he was exhausting me, and I was so angry. And I found him on Twitter, and I fucking wrote a, a very biting, very funny uh, tweet to him. And I went, what the fuck am I doing? I was like, I don't like these tweets. Right. Why would I do this to another human being? So I fucking deleted it. And But then I continued watching him yelling at the TV. But I was like, I was like, I don't, like, what am I doing? Am I really shitting on someone on just like people would do me? Right, exactly. And, and so I, I, I didn't do it. And I was like, holy shit. I wish there was a way to get patted on the back for this, for not sending out shitty tweets. But but that's ultimately, it's the same thing I have the problem with, you know, when I when I did those, I love the, when I did the I Love the 90s or whatever it was. I was right, like, I don't right. want to shit on Angelina Jolie. She's awesome. Well, you know, honestly, I find myself in that same predicament all the time because now everything is, you got to be, you know, prominent on Twitter. You got to say something yeah. snarky and funny and crazy and blah, blah, blah. And I don't engage in that because... 
I don't, what if someone takes it the wrong way? Or what if I, you know, reply to someone in like a kind of sarcastic way and it doesn't read that way and they're like, fuck you, bitch. And I was like, holy shit, that's you not ha- what I meant. Yeah, you just have to, do you need to get that? No. You just have to either not give a shit or give a shit. You're one right. of two people. One you either the, care the yeah. what people think about you or you really don't care. Like Jim Norton got into it with Michael Lohan. Uh, did, am I saying that right? Lindsay Lohan's dad? Right. right. He got into it with him this weekend and I was watching the drama. It's so fucking interesting. Yeah, I was watching it break down and I was excited. I was excited like a voyeur. I was sitting there on the treadmill and I was waiting for Jim to reply and then when he did, I was like, stopped running and I read his reply and then I was like, oh shit. And then I tracked it and I was like, oh my God, 153 retreats. Like I'm like, and then I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, well, maybe that's what it's... I mean, that's the entertainment of it. You yeah. Know? That's entertainment. Are you going to be entertained by it or are you going to jump in and start some shit yourself? Yeah. Well, I had... Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could get in a fight with Michael Lohan. I couldn't. Why? I, I don't get it. Like, to me... I couldn't, but I, Jim Norton did it on accident. Or not on accident, but he was just talking about Lindsay Lohan and saying... Just his opinion about her, and Michael Lohan heard it, and then right. he came after Jim. And then Jim was like, he re- he deleted this tweet, but I thought this was a really good tweet. He was, he was like, listen, beat me up, knock my teeth out, do whatever you need to do, just don't teach me how to raise children. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking Norton, if you're gonna pick a fight with anyone, not Norton. Like he literally has nothing but time to think about how to fucking tear you down. Yeah, and he's and, so quick. And he's so quick, and he's so good, and he'll be better than the oh, Lohan. He's a fucking monster. Yeah. In, in in a minute I don't know I just uh, I know what you're saying I feel like I need to have more of that presence though I don't have that no you don't I just don't how many followers do you have oh god I, I don't tweet very often I don't even think I have a thousand honestly seriously I don't I don't do anything on it because everyone right now I know I have to th- you'll definitely get 50,000 followers right now right right <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because I am late to the game for so many things. A friend of mine But said, you're not. You're doing it right. You're doing this business right for the record. But what's right? You're on uh you're on TV. Okay. You're you're funny as shit. That doesn't matter. That's like being funny is just in a vacuum at this point. It really? is because if it doesn't matter now unless you are You're right. Um, I know what you're saying right now. You're yeah. right. You're right. Unless it doesn't you're matter. Starting some shit. It's now what's happened with with comedy because anybody can now say they're a comedian because they put on a funny video and they're on YouTube and they're on the thing and you get two hundred thousand followers on right, on right. Twitter and now you are a stand up comedian who can tour right. theaters and you, and and then and you can't do stand up. You don't know how to do stand up, but people will come see you. Exactly. So it's changed the whole game. So I am very slow. To change over, I do it. I I do you know the Facebook and all that bullshit. But I there's something about me that feels like I got into stand up because I want to be on a stage with people in a dark room with low ass ceilings and and. But the, here's what and here's I want to tell jokes and I want to be in that moment. Here's what's gonna happen, and I and I do believe in this. I and I believe this is what's happening with my career right now, is that all those things that are like that are say maybe the detractors of comedy where you think, well, this guy just has a TV show or he was a movie star and now he's touring and, and he's selling out theaters or selling out clubs, and but he doesn't know how to do stand-up and that's bad for the business. It's not bad for the business. It's all good for the business because those people become fans of comedy and then they come see you and, and you rip it and they're like, holy fucking shit, 
who is this person? And they discover you. And no one loves anything more than discovering something and telling their friends. Remember the first time you discovered Nirvana or Pearl Jam? It's the same shit that it that will in a matter of months. I believe that happened with you. There's a lot of guys that are doing stand-up right now that are not traditional stand-ups. They didn't yes. start in the clubs. Yeah. They were movie stars or TV stars and then or Twitter stars or MySpace stars and then they got a following and then they can sell tickets. And I'm not they're they don't put on bad shows. I'm not actually there are very few people I've ever heard where the clubs are like, they're horrible. I've heard one person. Yeah, I've heard one comment. One person yeah. who they're like, it's, he's a fucking he's so bad it it is almost a criminal act that he got on stage. Yeah. But it, like and I'll I'll say positively, like Tom Green puts on a great show from what I hear. Uh Rob Schneider, who is a traditional stand up who started in stand-up, right. is now doing the clubs, great show. Like, there's a lot of guys doing great shows. Steve-O, great show. There's a lot of guys doing great shows. What is happening, though, is they're bringing people to the clubs, and your name is on that little fucking fold-up tent thing in the, right. in the thing. That's true. And, and people are coming to see, coming to these clubs and being familiar with these clubs, and then looking at the lineup and going, oh, shit, I know her. Oh, uh, maybe we'll come out here, honey. We should go see her. And then you go in and rip it. And and I don't think these guys would ever deny that someone who started to stand up like us and we are the people that are going to carry the business forward. Right. And and they come see us and then they're like, holy shit, what the fuck? Like, I know you hear this. I know you hear this all the time. This is the great I this is the best show we've ever been to. I know you hear that all the time. You know what? I am fortunate. To hear that, yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, are they just being kind? No. Maybe. No, no. I would never... Who takes time out of their fucking day to stop off and tell someone that? Well, yes. But... Um, and I and I always appreciate that because that's part of the instant gratification. Yeah, that's why we do it. That's why we do yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I I'd be a painter if I wanted late <laughs> fucking residual gratification. Right, right, right. But that's kind of what I feel like um, some of these other outlets are. Um, I don't know. I just I need to I need to throw away that old mindset. And yeah. just jump in. I feel like stand-up used to be jump rope, right? And it's like there, there's like two people on a rope and they're swinging the rope and you like figure out where to go and you jump in and you're yeah. like jumping. All right, here I am. And now all of a sudden it's double dutch. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm going to get tripped up. How do I even, I don't even know where to get, jump in. Because there's you know so I mean? much going and it's on. Like, and yeah. now the whole industry is like ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta and it's flips and it's jumps and it's like, holy shit, what happened to just jump rope? Yeah. Why do I have to do handstands well, look, while two ropes are like Look at Bill Burr. He's just jump roping. Bill Burr is jump rope. Louis no, C.K. Yeah, they're yeah. jump. They're doing jump rope. I wish I. You got to get to that place. Yeah. Like right now, I know what you're saying. Me and you are fucking double dutching, uh, juggling at the same time, trying to get sure someone. So so someone knows that we can jump fucking rope. Right. I know exactly Look, I what you're just saying. Shot a, I just shot a pilot, right? I'm not going to say it's a cable network. It's not anything huge. Um, it's like a variety show. I'm hosting it, and um, they were beyond thrilled. Right. They're like, yeah, female, uh, prime time, this is perfect. Love the cuts that they gave to network. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're like, ah, we just don't know if a, if a female comic can handle a, a show. What? What? Do you know what I mean? It's like this, just put it on the air. Just put the pilot. Just show yeah. it to people. Yeah. Don't try to be the suits, <laughs> the number crunchers, to and figure out, just... Let the people decide. It's like, I feel like a comedy show. Like, let them watch it. And if they laugh, then they like it. Let's do it again. Yeah. 
And that's the part that I feel like is the double judge. Have part some balls. Also. That's what yeah. I want to say. Yeah, you guys already put no the money forward. No one's taking chances anymore. To the pilot, like just do it. It it's, drives it's, me bananas. It's the reason all, that everything on the internet is the. It's the reason that bundling and, and this this uh, media outlet that is Apple TV or Google TV. Right. It's the reason it's successful is because people that are putting things on the internet are taking chances, and a lot of the networks are. There's so much out there that they're afraid to take a chance. And fail hugely because they'll lose their job. A lot of it's just keeping jobs. Like a lot of people just want to keep their job. Absolutely true. And one thing my husband said that makes sense to me. But what if I go in, I'm a network exec, right? And uh, I go in and I say, I want to pitch this show called Bert's Beard, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you have a fantastic beard right now. So it's called (laughs) Bert's Beard. And uh, this network is like, I don't know. It's kind of risky. No one ever has done a beard show before. And then you, Bert, go to another network and you say, hey, do you think you'd like a show called Burt's Beard? And that network picks it up and it's like the number one show on television. Yeah. I could also lose my job because uh, I said no. The famous story in the industry is a lot of people will brag about how they passed on Duck Dynasty. Right. That's everyone. My that husband works for that production company. Yeah, really? Yeah. Everyone talks about how they passed on Duck Dynasty. And and you're like, why would you brag about that? Right. Like, that's a hit show. Right. Like, uh, but but yeah, I, I, th- I you know, I'm, fucking i'm not a suit so i'll never know those answers i'm sure i'd like i know for a fact that i i don't know i'm not those people fuck them i don't know it's just uh i I feel like i need to not fuck them guys you guys pay our bills i didn't mean it that way i'm definitely i've definitely uh been a lot more uh conscious of my words since i started doing this podcast podcast. yeah like i like i don't ever want to talk bad about anyone because then you have to edit it out and you're like oh fuck yeah but you have to i mean be honest. Be a little bit honest. I mean, you don't want to like shit on somebody. <laughs> I mean, I've heard some podcasts where they do. They'll, they'll call people out on the mat. Oh yeah, I'm shocked people do that. Yeah, I like I, I just, I, I don't, I just, I'm like, I think you and I are the same that way. It's like I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want the drama. I don't want the repercussions. Yeah, coming chasing after me and shit. I don't want to be. I don't want just unnecessary drama. Right. Like just that fucking like. That shrapnel that happens yes. when you just say something, you were just being honest, and you're like, and then all of a sudden, everyone fucking explodes. Okay, so can I ask you a question just sure. to take it back to your kids? Because I always feel like sometimes I take what I'm learning in comedy and I try to apply it to my kid. Do you do that sometimes with your kids? Like, I'll tell my, even though he's two, he understands a lot. He's a yeah. bright, bright kid. I'll tell him, I'll be like, dude, <laughs> I'll literally sit him down and be like, dude, right now, what you're doing is you're causing unnecessary drama. Do you understand? <laughs> like you need to chillax and let's do some namaste breathing. Yeah. And I will talk to him like that because that's how I feel about yeah. like my career and my life. And I, I'll bring it into parenting. Like, oh, do you I'm do not. That? No, no, no. I'm a horrible parent when it no, comes to that. No, you're not. Like, I, like, here's what I do. Here's my, um, here's my default. And I say this about Isla exclusively. Georgia is a is a dream. Georgia literally, it's like, it's because Isla's such a nightmare sometimes. Georgia almost, it's like she's doing it to be a bitch. She'll like get her backpack on and just wait by the door like, I'm ready. I got my shit together. Yeah. Guys, there's a problem in this house and it's not me. <laughs> so, but with when I do, whenever they're having a bad time, I just try to make them laugh. I literally, I just sizzle it down to that. Yeah. And if you can make Isla laugh, you can get her to do shit. So like like she has a really hard time getting dressed for school. Like Leanne could talk for two hours about that, and Leanne and her butt fucking heads. Like they're the same person. They just butt heads. I'll be like, I don't want to, and Leanne's like, then I don't want to. And you're like, oh my god. 
So I'll come in and I'll be like, I'll be like, Isla, let me just put you in the closet. She's like, what? And I go, just, no, you need to stay in the closet and I'll pick her up. And she'll be like, daddy, stop. And I go, no, no, me and you are both going to hang out in the closet. So I'll, put, I'll go in the closet and I'll shut the door and I'll go, are we having a good time? And then she'll start laughing going, daddy, get us out of here. And I'm like, no, we're going to hang out in here until we're, and then I'll get her to laugh that way. And then once she starts laughing, you can get her dressed. Right. I, but, but yeah, I, I don't ever match their energy and Leanne definitely does. Like she will butt heads yeah but uh but yeah i i my whole out to, uh, my whole thing is like try to get them to laugh so you do so the answer is yes what the answer is yes because that's what you try to do on stage oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. connect with you oh yeah 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 i'm sorry right. yes so yes that's yes. how you handle your career life is like yeah. you just i just want to be funny I just i'm non-confrontational to... right, in every right, right, respect right. Yeah. i just want to be funny yeah. and i do that with the girls i do that with all the time yeah that and i overspend on them i buy them presents like crazy can't help it. You're, yeah, because you're the way on the I road. Fix things. Yeah, I'm sure they'll love it. Yeah. Have you ever had a dude try to hook up with you on the road? Um, I don't know if uh, if they have some kind of an idiot when it comes to that. <laughs> I really were you fat as a kid or something? No. Then, like, how are you an idiot to that? Um, because I I have only had two um one night stands on the road as a comic. Really? Actually, no. Wait, three in my whole life. Seriously? Yeah. When I was single, I just did not. You weren't. I. I it doesn't. Me either. I only had. I've only had like probably two one night stands. And three. can I tell you, one of them was in Japan, and I think it's because I was homesick. With a Japanese dude? No, no. Oh. He was a um, <laughs> um, an Air Force guy that came. It was like a military show. Yeah. So one of the Air Force guys that came to see my show. Crew cut. Yeah, but not like severe, not aggressive. Yeah, not like in a we're gonna get us some colors. Not, yeah. not, you know what I mean? Like not like in a scary <laughs> way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like in a okay, that's, that can oh pass God. in society. Yeah. You know what I mean, because there are some of them that are like really like jarhead. Jarheads make me nervous. No really? offense to anyone that yeah, because it says they something make me to comfortable. Me. Really? Yeah. Are I get you from a, the I south. Get, yeah, I'm from the south. Oh. The, I see a guy like that, and I'm like, I'm like, I can talk to this guy forever. <gasps> See, I'm the Hipsters opposite. make me uncomfortable. Really? Oh, if I if I see you in skinny jeans with a weird haircut and you have a comic book in your hand, I'm like, I don't know what to say to you. I'm like, I yeah, I guess childhood was tough. With their Dungeons and Dragons game pieces. Yeah, like, like, I, I, like I went know. to Meltdown. Yeah, ner- I love that. It, it's, I was about to call it Nerd Meltdown. It's like Nerdist. Different names. Uh, Nerdist. There's the Meltdown Theater, the Nerdist, the Nerd Melt. Yeah, yeah there's like. Five and I walked names. around and I and I I. I seriously said to the guy that was working there, I go, do adults, is this for adults or children? Yes, it is. And he was like, it's just adults. And I went, do oh, kids yeah. come in here? And he goes, sometimes. And I was like, I was a blown away. I was like, fucking adults are into this? Yeah, and there are a million comic books. And my husband's kind of into them. Not yeah. like he'll sit down and read them, but he'll understand them. Like yeah. he knows what's going on in that world. I wish and- I was into it. Well, I would love to have something like that that I was really into that I could buy a figurine, like a, a figurine. Or, and and be in, and that would excite me. Like I'm, I'm I'm being serious when I say this. I'm not shitting on them, but like if I could see like a, a figurine and be like genuinely like excited, I, I would fucking love that. I don't have that in my life. I I get like I go to sporting goods stores. When you open up your mini fridge with the beers. Maybe well, yeah, your, but they're half gone. I don't know where the, the fuck they are. The uh, like I get excited when I go like. Knives, knives is something right. I get excited about. Like yeah. I'm co- not collecting, but I definitely when I'm on the road, if I see a knife that I like, I buy it and then I sit in bed with it and open and close it like a fucking lunatic. Are you serious? Knives and, and then how uh, do you travel with it? 
uh, in my bags, but I snuck them on a planes before on accident because I wa- I checked them on and I was like, motherfucker, it's in my yeah. bag. So, yeah. but um, knives and sporting goods stores. I go I go to a sporting goods store and walk around for hours. You know, Mike can do that too. My husband could go to a sporting goods store and look at every item, everything, as if he everything. is surveying it, everything. like as if he's doing inventory for them. I would almost appreciate going with him and doing that together. Like I he, could go to sporting it. goods stores. I can go to a sporting goods store and and literally start along the walls, work yeah, my way through yeah, everything, even yeah. the women's clothes. Yeah. I go, I fucking love that. He loves it. And for people that think that guys don't like to shop, they're so wrong. Yeah. Because my husband, it's not like he likes to shop. Like, oh, let me see these shoes. These are cute. Yeah. It's like he likes to walk around and look in display cases yeah. at stuff. Oh, you know what I mean? Like I, he, he will go to even like um, what, what did he like to go recently? Oh, he plays hockey, so he really? went to like a hockey store in Anaheim. There is a oh. huge ass warehouse, and he just walks around. You don't need new shoulder pads. I know I don't need new shoulder, but look, these are kind of cool because they have this new gel thing. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? Dude, sports chalet used to be my haven. Yeah, like I had Leanne had an intervention with me, and she was like. <laughs> You got to stop going there because you're not buying a ton of shit, but you're buying something every time you go there. Yeah. And she's like, every day. And But I could go to Sports Chalet. I would take George and I to Sports Chalet, like when it was Daddy's Day, I'd like, and Leanne had to go to work or whatever. I'd take the girls to Sports Chalet and we'd walk around every. Are you, I, and they would be like, what, okay with it? They're cool with it? Oh, I'd buy them shit. Oh, I'd just buy them yeah. shit. You guys want new shoes? You guys want. Like, I love sporting goods stores, but I would love to. When I went to Nerdist Meltdown, right. I, I was so badly, it was like, I wish I was into this shit. There are way too many, I feel like. That's just my personal opinion. The comic books are forever. Come on, geeks. Get it together. <laughs> like, let's figure out which superheroes you guys like and fucking do it. It can't well, be like X-Ray Man. Yeah. And it can't be like Super Duper Fist Dude. Someone told me, they go, they go, you know, um, Walking Dead, the TV show, yeah, was actually it was a, a comic, comic book. book. Yeah. And they were like, you should get the comic book. And I went and looked at it. Yeah. In a Barnes and Noble, it was in a Barnes and Noble in the graphic novel area, right. and I was like, well, "Why the fuck would I read it when it's on TV? Like, right. are you out of your fucking mind? You think it's gonna be better? Me flipping page to page? Fuck that! I don't know. I just I'll let these people it. invest two million dollars an episode, and I'll enjoy that. And there's so much money in that whole world. Oh. That whole world. Those Comic Con people. Yeah. There's so much money, and now everybody's doing it. Like now, any TV show. I'm surprised Duck Dynasty doesn't have their own comic book and they go to Comic-Con and cash in on that. Yeah, I guess it, it has to come organically. Like it, it I guess uh, I say nerd uh, affectionately. Of course. But I guess nerds seek out nerds and they respect nerds and they know if it's not nerd. They absolutely do know. Yeah. But people go now trying to push... I mean, they'll try to push whatever movie that they're doing through the nerds. Through the nerds, yeah, yeah. And they're like, like "Well, no, this is a demographic." Hangover it's Five. Like, yeah, it's and the we same. A... I saw the. Did you see a... the? Did you see the trailer for Hangover for Three? Three. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. What do you, you think? Uh, <laughs> I was on the fence. I, I don't know. It just felt. I'll like, see it. I'll see it. It felt like the stuff on the like editing room floor. Yeah, I'll see it. I'll definitely of see course. it. Of course. So I'll see like, it because I love Zach. Yeah. I would watch Zach. Fucking eat crackers. Anything. I would watch him sit with a magnifying glass and burn ants with the sun. I would. And watch for the him record, I will say this about you and me at the same time. I would have watched him do it ten years ago. Oh, even more so. Yeah, like yeah. he's one of the most fascinating people I've ever run past in my life. He's, he's in great. in every respect. His stand up was awesome. I've seen his ass and his balls. 
Yeah? There are a couple comics that I've seen their asses. I might be in that group. Oh, I've seen your balls. <laughs> uh, I have. I've seen everything. I've seen the whole kit and caboodle. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. New Year's, New Year's, and you were wearing the uh, the, the diaper. Yeah, yeah. I would watch. I would have watched uh, Zach do anything ten years ago. Yeah, it was. Um... I remember. I remember. I went to his hotel room uh, with me, him, and Nick Swartzen, and then some oh, girls. Bunch oh, that of girls. must have been fun. We're fucking. So we were partying in New York. This is when I was very young and stand up, and I didn't really know Zach at all. He, I, I want to say he didn't even have a beard. This is how long ago what? it was. Not even. I remember he had ICM scripts all over the floor, or like they were all over the place. And uh, it was at the Gramercy Park Hotel, mm-hmm. and we walked in with a bu- we were with a bunch of girls, and I think we maybe smoked a joint. And then Zach took me through a very elaborate tour of his uh, hotel room, which ended in the bathroom, and him explaining to me why the bathroom was so cool because it had a bottle opener in it. And I was like, I remember just sitting there going, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> he was literally walking me through the bathroom and how great it was, and I was like. I was like, "What the fuck?" Seriously, or was yeah. he being? He was he was being dead fucking serious. He was being dead serious. How long could a bathroom tour take? How much? We stuff sat is in this in fucking it? bathroom. I want to say for twenty minutes what? with him explaining. And I will tell you this much: I have since uh, stayed at the Gramercy Park Hotel. I think it's closed. I think it's a condominiums now or something. But I stayed there, and I only stayed there because of fucking Zach. Because I was like, "They're like, where do you want to stay?" I was like, "Gramercy Park Hotel. They got a bottle opener in the bathroom." <laughs> Great tiles, fucking awesome tiles, old school. They don't make tiles like this anymore. Take a look at the fucking work in here. I remember him doing that for like twenty minutes, and I was like, I was like, it was, it was, and I was listening. I was like, wow, that is awesome. And he goes, and a bottle. He kept coming back to the bottle opener. There's a bottle opener in the bathroom. I mean, where are you gonna find that? Where are you gonna find that? You think you're getting that at a Hilton? No, this is old. School. I remember literally just being like, yeah, 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 yeah. And if I had a nickel for every time I went to the bathroom to open a bottle in the Gramercy Park Hotel, Honestly, I've never seen a bottle opener in the bathroom. So I Gramercy guess. Park Hotel. Yeah, I, only, I think it's closed. I think it's condominiums now. But that was where they had bottle openers so in the bathroom. So he was already looking at scripts back then, like 10 years oh, ago. Oh, he's been saying? successful. He's, he's been, been very successful. successful. I remember from... when his talk show on VH1 came out. Yeah. And I was like, that that's the dude from... Because I always did Comedy Union with him. Yeah. Comedy Union? Pico. Pico like the Black down. Club? Yes. Really? Always. I always... Did. It's as if he and I were there every week. For the same show, I think, yeah. for a while. That's where I saw his ass and his nuts. Like, he would do, like, really weird, bizarre avant-garde. Really, like, really. I'm just going to try this out. Like, remember, he did a set once, and he didn't even speak. He just kind of gave crazy facial expressions. And we just all, like, laugh. We're just all on the floor laughing. And then the next day, I saw a billboard with his face for his he, VH1 he, show. He's someone who's definitely always taking chances. Yeah. Like, I, I would say, I definitely take chances, but I take chances in a very safe way. Like, I don't take chances the way he took chances. Well, like, I feel like maybe you and I are the same in the sense of we always paint with our color palette. It might be dark blue or yeah. neon blue or yeah. light or this. But it's all, you know what I mean? Like, I do. I'm the same yeah. way. I, I tend to stay within what my, my safety is. God, that's a is, really good go analogy. Yeah. different degrees of it. I'll do hot pink. I'll do deep magenta. But I'm kind of, you know what you're going to get most of the time. God. Doesn't say I don't explore. I'll explore with a little yellow once in a while. And I'll be yeah. like, ooh, that's uncomfortable for me. But I did it. But now I know I feel safer in this shade. That is a really fucking rose. great analogy. Yeah. That is a really great analogy. But there's a lot there. Look, go to any fucking paint store. There are a million colors of beige. So yeah. it doesn't mean you're boring if you stay in that color palette. Zach was painting with black, Everything. then white. Stripes, then, polka dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just, he was. Plaids. Yeah. And you were just like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
mixing stripes. But it's got to be it's got to be exhausting then to try to keep up with that. It's probably why he didn't do stand up anymore. Well, I think because he always did it. I know what you mean. Like it's exhausting if you think of it like, oh shit, I got to experiment. I'm in the same color. It's palette. like people come to see you because they want to see what you'll do next, and you're like, right. you know. But I don't think he ever looked at it that way. I think he was always like, well. Last week, I sang one of my bits. So this week, I'll play the spoons and see what happens. You know, yeah. he, he didn't really, I don't think. I don't think he's, yeah, you're probably, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm analyzing him as if I have to do his act. Right. right. And exactly. I'd be like, that would be fucking exhausting. That would be exhausting. I'd rather just go up and talk about me but for you know, fucking an hour. I do that sometimes. I find myself doing that and I have to stop where I go, oh man, that comic wrote his jokes like that. Holy, like what must that process be like? And then I realize, yeah. well, that's. His or her process. Nothing yeah. to do with me. Have you talked about your kid much on stage? Um, I do. But yeah. I don't talk about him. I talk about what my life is as a result to now having him. Yeah. Like I talk about the exhaustion. I talk about Mike and I and how it's it's different. I mean, and again, we're talking like our spouses. Mike sometimes doesn't approve of the bits I do, but I explain to him that, dude, do, do we drive cars? I mean, like, yeah. are we... I'm not saying that he doesn't... He has a huge penis. I'm not trying to... <laughs> You're like, listen, but, uh, do you want to not worry about... The, is that him? Burning, yeah. Just take your collar. Oh, no, no, he's cool. It's cool. <laughs> take your collar. Fine. Take my collar. Call me, yeah. please. But he knows. He's like, all right, do what you got to do. Yeah. Just do what you have to do. He knows I'll draw the line. He knows that I'm actually conservative when it comes to... Oh, yeah. I, know. I'm ta- You know what I'm talking about right now on stage? Or I'm trying to figure out on stage is... Um, when you're single, you have your friends, and then you get dating, and you start kind of meshing into your wife's friends and couple friends. Yeah. Then you get married, and you have your like your married friends, and then once you have kids, you start having friends that had kids the same time you did, and then you have those friends. You think those would be your friends forever, and then right. you get a schools, and then it's, and then it's a brand new it's, it's a brand new set of friends. I, don't, I haven't had the same friends. In fucking ten years, like, but you have your comedy base, right? Like that's you, the only thing I have, have close. But base of yeah, friends? yeah, but but my wife is like my wife, like she doesn't approve of some. No, of them. she totally approves of them. I'm not <laughs> saying that at all, but like they are definitely like. I mean, you look at like Joey Diaz, Joey? oh yeah, Joey Diaz and Ari Shafir and yeah. Tom Skura and and Rogan and all these guys are like they're living their life very hardcore. They're living. They're fucking. But Tom's married now. Yeah, but Tom's still Tom's still but a mess. I mean, I, they're trying to have a baby, right? They're I don't think be so. No? I think no, not yet. I think they're they are now. Oh, I think I think Christina pulled the goalie. Maybe he needs to know about that. No, he, she did, didn't she? <laughs> I, I mean, I just saw her. We just shot, we just shot a pilot together. Oh, really? Yeah. She yeah. She, they had that dog, and that dog uh, got sick. And then after the dog got sick, I think Push realized she wanted a kid. Yeah. And so I think they're maybe they're looking. They're working for, towards it. Yeah, yeah. We were chatting about it. She was asking yeah. me, well, you know. She, she talked to Leanne about it. She was like, I, I'm up for the next. I, I, I hate talking about Christina getting <laughs> pregnant on this podcast, but I think, yeah, I think she's. Well, it's true. It is very true. And I am with you on that. Like, I do have a whole new group of friends now, my mom group, you know. And, yeah. And, um, I mean, look, I'm sitting here looking at your backyard going, I wonder if I can get my kid to come play in Bert's backyard on this on the slack line set. on the slack line's amazing. What is we'll just include you like you know Leanne does parties all the time like like when I'm in town she'll just throw a big party and then what the best part of these parties is like last week was the east was Easter the yeah. episode I aired yeah. and 
well, we just had a huge party and everyone's over here and then all the comics come in the man cave and we do a podcast and oh, all the kids are in the background. You'd genius. fucking love it. You would love yes. it. Yes. It's like my kid loves older women. He Oh, he'd love my wife. <laughs> Going more towards your my, daughters. My daughters sure. would. My daughters would she fucking falls in love with like a six year old. Is oh, his ideal like Isla that gets him half hard. Isla, <laughs> really? Isla, Isla would fucking love that. He will follow a six year old girl around to the end of the earth. Oh, Isla would love that. To her, he's a talker. He'll be like, "So, how was your day so far?" Like he's all up. He's gonna be a good. I think he's gonna be a good boyfriend. I bet. You know what I mean? Because he's always like, "So, what do you like to do?" Like he's like he wants to know <laughs> yeah. about women and like what their needs are and like talk to them and like share. We gotta have feelings. you guys over. Yeah, we'll do like a big party. I'm not home Last for a few time weeks. I saw you. I don't know if you saw him. It was at Ralphie Mays kids august birthday that's the last time i saw you oh, when i finally shit. met your wife and i was so excited to meet her i was like oh my gosh i totally remember wife. that i yes. totally remember that you are a real person yeah i haven't i haven't seen ralphie in forever that's the last time i saw them was at august party and there was a pony dude there was a yes. pony ralphie a goes pony. big let me tell you something he goes big at those kids yeah. parties any party he throws is like fucking through the roof and yeah. what's crazy is he didn't have like a yard no so it's all in the street and you have to love your neighbors they, definitely, to. definitely. In the Hollywood Hills. I went to a party in the Hollywood Hills, and they gave you an email with your name and an address, and they said, "Bert, you can park at three one four two. Shut the fuck up. Because that's our and and we all parked in one of their neighbors' driveways. How great that is, is how that? How much they get along in the Hollywood Hills? Because there's nowhere to park. It's, we'll never, we'll never leave the valley. One lane. And you, like their house is on the side of a cliff. Yeah. You have to belay to get to their. I mean, it's all it's like on belay, like you have a harness yeah. to get to their freaking front door. They live on the side of a side of the mountain. Like there's no more mountain when you get to their house. The it's bananas. The we'll never leave the valley. Yeah, what, Leanne is so happy here. Like the fact that we have a backyard. We'll never leave this house because of this man cave. Like we'll never. How long have you guys lived here? Two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're about two years. Yeah. Yeah. We just refinanced too. Bought it at a good time. We bought it at a good time. We just refinanced. We're going to redo the kitchen and bathroom, and uh, and I don't know. And I I kind of want a new house. What? Yeah. It's a great house. It's a great house. Great house. I want like I just want like our it's it's a great house. If you're this house will sell to a wealthy divorced father. That's what it's great for. It's horrible for a family. Weekend I mean, kids. my daughters, my daughters have a hard time selling the car. We're trying to buy a new car, and my daughters are not have it cool with my wife getting rid of her car. But how many bedrooms do you have here? Two. Oh, two girls, one bedroom. Me and Leanne in the other. Dude, your man cave is, is probably bigger than my, your. Kids. My man cave is bigger than my room. It's bigger than my daughter's. This is the best room in the fucking house. Oh we come out gosh. in the backyard. We sit, we all sit out here. We have friends yeah. over, and we all just come out here. No one yeah. hangs out in the house. Yeah, the house is a is an afterthought. Okay, maybe you do need a bigger house. Yeah, it's yeah. like, but but it's lopsided. People are gonna come look at the house and go, "Fuck, I'll pay five hundred grand for the man cave." But right, fuck right, the right. house. Can we get rid of the house and tear it down and build a new one to match the man cave? So do you know what my chick cave would be? Yeah. Okay. What? If I had my druthers. Let's say I had this room. Your mom cave? Uh, I, feel, I feel like it should be a diaper changing table if it's a mom cave. <laughs> oh, chick cave. Yeah. Chick cave. I would put a, um, you have a flat screen TV and a bar over here. Yeah. I would put a steam room over here. 
Uh, and a sauna on the other side. Fuck, and I would love. And then like love. a couch and just like a, t- a hot towel warmer thing. You know those things you get out. Yes, yes. And everyone just sitting, just steam, like Russian style. Oh god. Do you know what are? Did you ever like go to like a dacha anywhere? In yeah, I went, or, like, to, a sauna? I went to. I went to in lower the for uh, trip flip. We went. I made them take us to the Russian baths down on the Lower East Side. Yes. Fucking Were with the birch bath. Yes. The, I fucking yes. love that. That's what I've I never do. felt better in my. It's life. the best feeling in the world. Oh, it's the it's, best. You detox every bad choice you ever made in your life in 20 minutes. You in go and do a cold, cold and then, plunge. I would do a cold plunge. I was about to say, you let me yes, yes. A cold plunge right there, a pool. Yes. It's not a fucking jacuzzi that's all full of like bubbles it's, and syphilis. I'm not into jacuzzis. Yeah. Cold plunge. Yes. Boom. Close your pores, come back, sit in the sauna again. I did that drink, in the Lower East Side on, on Trip tea. Flip, and it's, yeah. and I. I swear to God when I say this, that is the segment that sold me on the show. When yeah. they when I talked to Andy Singer, who's my boss, and he's like, we got this show. Tell me if you're interested. All he said was, take me on vacations of a lifetime. It'd be really cool. It's like different, different. So like, say you go to New York, you don't go and do the typical stuff. You go to the the Dutchess or whatever down. down the, the Banya. It's called the Banya. Banya. And, and he goes, you go to, and you do like the Russian baths. And I was like, I'm in. I've always wanted to do that my entire life. Did you life. see the crazy Russians sitting there? Were they wearing yeah. the hats? I think the guy had herpes too. Oh, like yeah, Like the guy probably. that did me, he had herpes on his lips. And I was like, oh God, this is bad. <laughs> we were like, crop that out. Can someone not shoot his lips? <laughs> Can we get last looks, makeup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Banya's, like I go to Korean baths here in LA. Naked? Of course. No, you go naked the whole time? Absolutely. That's so funny. Did you read what Margaret Cho said about what? her going to one of them? Oh no, what happened? She went to one of them and she went and was naked but she has tattoos. And the Korean women asked her to put on clothes. <gasps> yeah. Well, the Korean women, does she speak Korean? I she does. She yeah. does. Okay, they will I, talk, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. They will know. talk about your vagina in Korean but to your face. Really? Yes, because I don't want to get too graphic, but you know, I, I clean up American style. Not too yeah. much, not too little. <laughs> yeah. And I was um, standing at my locker. And that is the that is the statement, by the way, that's going to get everyone to Google to see what you look like right now. They're like, "Fuck, I want to <laughs> let me just imagine that real quick." No, it's like it's tidy. It's not like a ninety-year-old Mexican yeah. that takes care of it. Who's <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding? Your backyard is great. <laughs> it's not a ninety-year-old Mexican. <laughs> oh, I'm opening another beer. Fuck, pick but up. You know what I mean? The Koreans <laughs> were staring at me. I'm completely naked. You know, I'm just in my locker, getting dressed, toweling off, and they're pointing to my lady business, talking about it in Korean. Really? Oh yeah. They so what's are that? Very... Do you get in, do you get embarrassed when you like no. when you're around other like naked people? No. Like that? I don't have a and problem not with it. I have a perfect body. It's far, far. Beyond. I do not have anything perfect going on. You have I a had body. a ten pound baby. I got like ten pound baby. Oh, the stretch marks on here. It looks like I like stretch marks now. I wish they made porn for that. No. Like yeah, because I like but like Leanne has stretch marks on her back. On and her I, back. Like right on her like like our love hand like on the back. I, I Dude, probably shouldn't say uterus? that. Where is her uterus? Where? No, no. It? She got him. She got him. I wish she was here. I'd probably make her show him to you. But like right on, like above her ass, like that's where she has stretch marks. Oh, because like, she's a slim girl. So when she yeah, gained when weight, she gained when she weight, pregnant, her back was like, what the fuck yeah. is that? Yeah, and so I think the the she doesn't have them on her stomach. She doesn't have them on her ass, but like not a lot, but like probably three. Yeah, right above her ass. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, well, that's not bad. But though. I th- but I think they're sexy. Like I think yeah. I don't think you're a man until you find stretch marks sexy. <laughs> oh, Leanne, yes. perfect. Come here. Come here. We want to see. Here. We want to see. We're talking about stretch marks. Come on, stretch marks. I don't have any. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, right, right. Of course <laughs> Never you do. mind. Of course you don't. <laughs> I don't. And, right here. Yeah, right here. poop when you were having the babies either. Well, I can't see that. Okay. <laughs> we were talking. Do you remember meeting her at Ralphie's party? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was so excited to meet you that day. Do we have pickup? Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, oh fuck. All right. Okay, we're going to wrap it up. How many, how, wait. That's okay. Um, let I, me, I think let's Stretch see. Marks is the perfect place to end it. Here. Yeah. I think they're sexy. Yeah, I... Um, I think they're sexy. I can't really see my hair. Well, I mean, if you are the poster child for uh, Stretch Marks on your back, I'll take it any day. Because you're, right. you're hot. Do you have any questions you want to ask Kira do about I, being a mom? Do you have any questions about... Uh, how old are your pop- kids? You probably already I have covered one. This. He's two. And I was saying I want to bring him over because he will absolutely fall in love, like want to touch your daughters inappropriately. He loves older women. He is a, he just loves chicks. How cool. So uh, yeah, I want to come and bring him over and he'll swing on your swings and because you guys have a backyard. She, she is uh, Russian too. Really? Yeah, like so. You want to hear what real Russian sounds like? Sure. Say something to her in Russian. Um, what can I say? Well, first of all, ve ochin krasive ochin. Very beautiful. Right, right. I don't even know how to say thank you in Russian. Spasiba, spasiba, placebo, 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 all right, so, okay, so we should done. wrap this up. Kira, thank you so much for coming over. My pleasure. Leanne, I'll be out in two seconds. And that is exactly how this podcast works. There is no <laughs> fucking form to this. Literally, you showed up. You wife. showed up one hour and 38 minutes ago, and we've been talking only on mic since. Nonstop. Um, do you have any dates you want to plug? Uh, where am I going to be? I don't know. When do you throw this out? I'll throw, on I'm going to throw this up Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. What are we? April? I don't know where we are. I'll be in the Tonight Show again. My my bit that I usually do every other month. What a great photo gig. Booth. What a great gig. Yeah. Eight years. Seriously? Eight years, dude. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... So I'll watch that before before the Tonight Show gets the plug. What? And you, you don't have a not to stand up on the road? I am. I am. Can Take I, do I have your time counter. to I'm go into yeah. my calendar? Yeah, go into your calendar. I, um... I'm going into mine. Okay, yeah. So what are we? April... Um, uh, I'll be, I'll be, um, oh, jeez, I just realized. Wait for it. Wait for it, everybody. You know what? Um, I, I'm just going to be. I'm in, I'll tell you where you I'll know, be. Yeah, I'm going to be in Omaha you. this weekend. I'm, I'm in Omaha right now when you're listening to this. I am in Cincinnati the weekend after that. I am in, oh, look, my calendar's right fucking here. I am in. I'll just bang out all. I'm in Portland the week after that. I'm in Baltimore the week after that. My daughter's recital is on the 18th. <laughs> then I'm in Austin. And that is a month of stand-up dates. I have a writing gig right now. So really? I'm not on the road as much. That's why I realized God, I God, you're fucking gig. lucky. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, just, you know, check me out. Your Twitter? Add me on Twitter. What's, at what's, Kira what's, Comedy so I can break a thousand. At, are you serious you're not at a thousand? I, I don't. Do anything All right, everyone, do me a favor. If if you love the Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> or, just, Buddha, or Buddha, or Buddha, or, or Kira, or me, <laughs> go to add add Kira on on Kira Twitter, comedy. Kira, Kira comedy. comedy on Twitter, yeah. and then tell your friends to add her, and then do do this. Go to one of her videos on uh, from the Tonight Show. Put a link up and yes. tell everyone how funny she is and then support her live stand-up. All right? Damn. God bless everyone. Kira, thank you so much for coming thank over. Thank you, Bert.
This episode was brought to you by The Machine.